first time long time 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 sports fans first time long time back again it's winter time but not hibernation i'm tommy fitzgerald he's richie barone richie how are you I'm doing pretty good. Hey, you know what? We got number 52 back in the building. Hit the music. Holy hell, Richie. It is so catchy. It is so catchy. We weren't hearing it last year. We were hearing them come out to the, the Lion King theme at a certain point. One thing is for sure, Yuenis Cespedes crushes breaking balls, hits fastballs. He's making a lot of money. He's got great taste in entrance music, and he's back with the New York Metropolitans. He is back with the New York Mets. He didn't sign with uh, the stupid Nationals. He didn't sign with those disgusting Yankees. Uh, you know, the, the guy's, the guy's doing it right. He knows where his bread is buttered. He went in there with the will ponds. I'm sure he took his, uh, his translator in there to the, to the negotiations. I mean, it, uh, but side note, unreal guys in the country hasn't learned the language yet. Am I right? Like really crazy. I mean, you know, she's a, she's a, a very, uh, a beautiful lady too. Uh, but that's, you know, it's another story for another day. Probably went in there, just said, Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my, uh, put my bat on the table here, so to speak. And say, uh, I'm Yohannes Cespedes, and with me, you win. And that's pretty much what Sandy said. And, you know, you can't deny it. I mean, four years is phenomenal. Uh, you know, we didn't want to give him that, that fifth year. We didn't give it to him. And, uh, you know, I don't care that the guy's making 52 times as much as uh, Noah Syndergaard. Uh, you know, I think he earned it. The guy's, the guy's a stud. Yeah, I tell you what, kid, absolutely. We see in September, anytime that Cespedes comes up, you, you have hope as a Mets fan. Quite the opposite when we got Eric Soup Campbell coming up. You know, he got Cespedes and Soup. It's like uh, two opposite ends of the spectrum, like two Venn diagrams that will never, ever meet. But anyway, Cespedes is back. Unbelievable pop. Four years, maybe by year four, maybe it's not the best. Maybe it's not the best. But at this point, the Mets are at least showing some kind of effort to spend some money. And after we lost Bartolo Colon, who got $15 million, so, you know, Cespedes is going to be making 10 more or a little more than that. I'm not, not a math major. More than Bartolo Colon next year. So I tell you what, kid, pretty good deal for the Mets. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to tell you, when by the time this deal's done, if we win a if we win a, a World Series, I almost call it the Super Bowl. Got football in the brain. Uh, if we almost if we win a World Series in the next two years or so, I don't care if for the last two years he's in the outfield, uh, you know, picking daisies and batting lefty. It really doesn't matter to me. You know, we we brought him here for one thing. We need that bat in the middle of the lineup. Uh, you know, I heard they were going to replace him with someone from Toronto, and we all know those jamokes don't play uh, Canadians, not exactly the best baseball players. So uh, really glad we didn't get anyone from the Blue Jays. Um, shout out to America. And, uh, you know, it's, it's good to have a guy like that that back in the middle of the lineup, like I said. I mean, going back to uh, a couple minutes ago, can you believe this whole thing about Syndergaard, though? How does he have to feel? 
I mean, he makes about half a million shkadols, and uh, Cespedes is over here. You know, Cespedes could, could buy the whole team an airplane apiece and still have money left over for, you know, a good dinner at Morton Steakhouse. That's a great call. I tell you what, and I, I think this is why we got Noah doing the muscle milk and doing the ads. You know, he, he's already subtly plugging that he's, a, that he's a juice man. He likes to get the juice. I mean, the next thing is uh, the Panera Bread or the juice press. I, I mean, I, I haven't drank juice since I was six years old. But I guess, you know, I guess it works for an athlete, a guy that has a world-class body like Noah Syndergaard. I'm not, I'm not saying he's an attractive man, but I, I'm not saying. But you're not not saying I'm it. not not saying it is what I'm saying. Right. And you know what? I'm gonna personally, I'm gonna draw the line at Margaritaville Blenders. That's where I'm gonna say no more with the endorsements. Uh, you know, we can only pimp ourselves out so much. We got the Geico commercial for uh, Jason Degrom. We've got uh, Muscle Milk for uh, Noah. He also did uh, like a like a late night show about Coca Cola, I think, with Steve Gelbs. That was really crazy. Uh, you know, I mean, God bless the guy. But uh, I I hope one day he can know the the intense pleasure. That Yo is uh, is finding out right now. Like Yoannis Cespedes is rich to the point now where he can wear like leather hats. Like you know that that's how rich that guy is. You don't wear like leather clothes other than leather pants. Uh, it maybe if you're in the city, not out by us in Suffolk, but like if you're if you're in the city, you can get away with the pants. But he can wear like a leather hat. That's how rich this guy is. Uh, did you see the press conference, Tommy? I I tried to catch a little bit of it. I did not. I saw some of Sandy's comments where. He basically said everything I wanted to hear, which I was very pleased about, but elaborate for me. The best part, in my opinion, was like every time the Mets get a guy, first of all, uh, I walk in the room and I'm thinking to myself like, hey, did the Mets know they had this guy last year? Because uh, you don't need to do a press conference for a guy you already had. That's that's number one. That was a little weird. Uh, then we got the translator, which I already touched upon, you know, like guys here like five years, maybe uh you know, maybe uh, learn a few of the words. I don't know, whatever. Uh, and then, and then, aside from that, th- there's all these old people that I've never seen in my life. Who are all, they're all talking at the podium. Like it looks like uh, it looks like when I go out to the nursing home to uh, visit uh, G Pops. There, there's just a, a string of old people that make a bunch of speeches before they get up there. So shout out to the Mets caravan of old people that apparently funded this deal. Uh, we love all of you. And, I mean, now going forward, what do we have to look forward to? Give us a couple things that you think we have to look forward to in 2017 from our boy, uh, Yanis. Yeah, just just a quick point. I tell you, Richie, I, I, to a certain extent, understand all the old people that work for the organization. Typically, they have to come out and, and say say the bad news without really saying anything. You know, with the Wilpons, they usually send Sandy out there, and they say in sort of a roundabout way, you have Sandy up there, and he goes, he goes, well, uh, we're trying the best to improve our ball club. We're going to go out there. We're going to do our due diligence and, and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And then you end up with, you know, some Jeroni. So I, I'm, I'm happy. Let, let's let, let these guys on stage. You actually got something done. Hey, you know, when you're, you're right, you're right. Because uh, due diligence, they say it in, uh, you know, my, my mom always told me due diligence is Italian for nothing. So when you hear when you hear someone's doing their due diligence, you know that uh, that means absolutely nothing. So uh, you know, but and, and let me just give a quick warning to Yankee fans because a couple of my my uh, bros down at the pub there, they were they were saying, hey, congratulations on uh, the return of Uranus. Okay, not funny. We're gonna get we're gonna have words and probably uh, Chuck Knox if you keep that up. All right. So watch it. Watch your your, your mouth. Zip your lip before I break your hip. 
Yeah, and I tell you what, all you got, all you got to tell those guys, Richie, is next time you're in the bar, you say, if you don't like Ioannis Cespedes, you're telling me you don't like a guy with bad hips who plays too much golf and chain smokes cigarettes. That's every every jabroni jamoke in there. That's seriously, it's all our friends. You know, what I mean, it's like yeah, you're like a self loathing, uh, you're like a self loathing guy. Then that's it's, you know, that's the that's the long and short of that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like those guys haven't ever played at Crab Meadow uh, with an eighteen uh, of Cause Light and about a carton of Marble Reds going through. Yeah, and another carton of Bengay. You know, it's, <laughs> that's that's how it goes for those guys. But I mean, you know, I, I think uh, moving on to what we can look forward to from uh, Cespedes in two thousand seventeen. I think one thing is, give me a quick prediction on what kind of car he's going to be driving the first day of spring training. See, I, I think the possibilities are endless here. I think because he has so much money now, he could almost elevate it. I, I want to see him start impersonating characters from, from children's movies. I want to see him roll up to, to Port St. Lucie riding a camel dressed as Jafar from the movie Aladdin. That would be... Unreal, uh, Yoannis Jafar Cespedes. Uh, it sounds like if he doesn't have a middle name, I would I would suggest that one. You know, just a little tip, yo, uh, Jafar, not a bad one. I mean, um, uh, ESPN would eat that up. I mean, ESPN would say, "Hey, weird '90s nostalgia pop culture and an athlete. Let's give it 20 minutes. Let's go to John Anderson." Oh, the whole sidebar would be about Yo's camel. But uh, I think what I would want to see him do, I want to see him go real Long Island. And trick out a Honda Civic, and just just make the entire thing uh, from platinum and Beluga caviar. Just make it the most expensive Honda Civic on the planet. Drive it up. Um, you know, I'd like to see him take out a gold bat and just bash in the windows of a few rookies. A little hazing. That's not a bad idea. And uh, that's day one. That's his day one car. I mean, if he wanted to go full Long Island, he would get his daddy's Range Rover and put an Italian flag in the back. That's that would be the full. Uh full extent and that's on lease I, th- I thought i insinuated that but you're right i should have i should have <laughs> been more clear that that's kind of what you do with these things so uh really looking forward to yoannis and his uh his car game i think it's going to be uh on fleek as the kids say it's going to be real wild stuff um and you know and then next season we got the guy in the middle of the lineup what can i say yo 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 merry christmas now i tell you richie how do you think the outfield plays out because i think this is a big question among Met fans, I think everyone sort of has the idea that they're going to trade Jay Bruce, but can they find someone to take him off their hands? How is that going to work out? Will we see Grandison in the lineup every day coming back to the Mets? Will we see Ligaris back in center field hoping to regain that form from like 2013 when he was Willie Mace Hayes out there? What do you see the outfield shaking out? Well, I was listening to the fan the other day, and there was a guy on there, <clears throat> and he was he was kind of going over what he wants the Mets to do for the rest of the offseason. And he said, you know, and I agreed with this for a while until I was told that it's not really possible. Initially, what I wanted to do was uh, trade Jay Bruce for J.D. Martinez on the Tigers, then trade Zach Wheeler for Mike Trout, move Trout to first, trade Duda for Buster Posey, and sign Araldis Chapman. And then I, I thought those were like a, a few nice small moves just to finish off the offseason, just not nothing splashy, just a few moves like that to finish off the offseason, get ourselves a nice competitive team for 2017. Uh, I was told by Mike Francesa that I was a lunatic uh, for even for even entertaining that. And uh, yeah, I, I what I would like to see, I'd like to see some Conforto 
uh, action in center field and first base. He'd share time there with Lagaris. I think he got to trade trade uh, Jason Bruce out to uh, another team where you can get a reliever, you know, a guy that can really uh, chuck the rock. Uh, and you know, then we've got and, and then I think you leave Grandison where he is. The guy is like a he's like the little engine that could. He just keeps doing his thing, you know. So that leaves you with Grandison, Cespedes, um, Conforto, and Lagaris in center. And then uh, you know maybe you get maybe you get a guy off the off the bench like. That guy Steve Pierce. I keep hearing his name on uh, on ESPN. So maybe that's the guy. Nice righty, some pop. Seems like a real scrappy guy. Yeah, I like it. It sounds like something that we'd see, honestly, see that the Cubs do. You know, and and, and I mean smart. Right, so, right, smart. And I mean, honestly, half of being like the Cubs is getting Terry Collins some thicker frames on his glasses. If we can get that guy some some real thick black rims, uh, you know, more players are going to want to come because. You don't wear those unless you're a nerd, and you know we're in we're in a time where like, you know, nerds win games. It's not Conseco and the Bash Bros anymore. It's uh, you know, we we watch nerd ball. So get some get Terry some thick frames and let's get out there. Yeah, I mean, we say Joe Madden's a nerd, but I I tell you, kid, I I'm pretty sure that guy handed me a joint at an Allman's Brothers concert about three years ago. So I, I yeah, I mean, you know, maybe he's a nerd. We think he's a nerd. He likes math. I don't like that. I don't like anyone that likes math, but. You know, maybe it was maybe it was Joe Madden. Maybe it was a guy that looked like him. I don't know. As long as he's not asking me to, uh, you know, do any long division while he's handing me that the old the old puff puff pass stick at the Allman Brothers, then <laughs> right on him with him. But you know, that's uh, just a light suggestion for Terry. Get yourself some glasses and, and roll with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I I don't think we can stress enough how excited we are about this this signing and what's going to be going on for the rest of the season. Uh, you know. I think next week we're going to try to get on a uh, another guest for the hot stove. Uh, I can't tell you who it is yet because I am currently uh, in the process of buying burner phones and trying to call these people with private numbers, hope, hoping that they let us talk to them. Um, but, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's going to be good. We're going to have a lot of fun this offseason, and uh, the Mets are already looking good. So you got any final thoughts on Cespedes? I'm just thrilled that he's back. Thrilled that he's back, kid. Thrilled that we're back doing the show. We got a bunch of great content coming to all the Metropolitan fans, and for the rest of this year and into next year. And a quick, a quick clue for this uh, mystery man: there is three syllables total in his name. So go, 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 comb through Metropolitans from the last. Uh, I'll narrow it down for you: sixteen years, and then get back to me. And one of those syllables might be. Yeah, hey fellas, this is Chris from New Hyde Park. First time, long time. Hi, this is Bob from Greenpoint. First time, long time here. 
Hey guys, this is Audi Bevilacqua from Appog. First time, long time.